Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of the Golf and Filter Podcast. It's the Masters 2017 Wrap-Up Edition, and I am your host as always, Adam Fonseca, Editor-in-Chief over at GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow me on Twitter at GolfUnfiltered. Send me an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. Welcome today... No, that's wrong. I'm welcoming today <laughs> a friend of the podcast. Uh, you know her as the old lady. She's appeared on this podcast uh, usually around major time, although we were pretty bad about it last year. We'll get better at that this year, folks. But it's a tradition unlike any other. My wife, Kristen, Kristen <laughs> joins the show. How are you? I'm doing all right. Listen, I told you you're not supposed to say, first of all, I'm not your friend. <laughs> it's supposed to be... Friend of the pod. That's so, what they say on all the podcasts. He's a friend of the pod. Kristen's been giving me some tips on how to make the podcast sound better, and uh, that's just a cliche term that I'm supposed to be using more often. I don't know why you don't. Well, I'm going to, and so I just tried it the first time, and it was shot down with just it just wasn't going to work. Friends of the podcast. People know what it is. Just say friends of the pod. So the Masters is over, mm-hmm. sadly. It's an event that you and I have grown to uh, really like watching together. We watched it again this year, and uh, some some weird things happened. How do you feel, first of all? We're just going to jump right into it. How do you feel about the champion, Sergio Garcia? Are you happy for him? Yes, I'm happy for him. In general, I'm not happy, though. Why? Because it's Sergio. Sergio's so... Bleh. <laughs> he's so... He's such a baby, and he just whines about things, and he cries about things, and... I don't know. That he does. He, whatever year it was that he did his whole blame everything on his bad luck and he just doesn't like Augusta and he doesn't like this and he's not good at this, he's not good enough. It was like 13 years, something, something. I don't know. I didn't yeah, no. memorize the speech. You did. <laughs> but it's, maybe I did. I'm not sure. But it's ridiculous. There are people that don't win the Masters their entire career. Mm-hmm. Like Greg Norman. Yeah. What has he ever won? I mean, he won probably won a lot. <laughs> he's, he's won a few majors. Which is very sad. Yeah, he's known for imploding at Augusta a few times, Greg Norman has. But Sergio comes with a little bit of a different, I don't know, you feel very strongly about him. And I do too, to be completely fair. I've never really been a huge fan of Sergio. He's still got me blocked on Twitter. Yeah, he does. I wish I knew what I did. I have no idea what I did. Well, what you didn't do is talk nicely about him. That's probably true. Although, I don't, a lot of people don't no. say nice things about him and they don't get blocked. But I think you're kind of a big deal now because of that. <laughs> So, oh, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm also blocked by uh, Brandel Chambly, but that's a different We're conversation. We're not going to talk about him. <laughs> I've come to the realize that I've come to the realize yes. or come to the realization mm-hmm. that I think that I have thoughts of my own 
but then if somebody says like, oh, what do you think of Sergio? And I say, I don't like him. And they're like, what does Adam think of Sergio? I'm like, he doesn't like him either. Mm. And it was like when you kind of didn't like Phil. And I was like, mm, maybe I don't like Phil. But then I found out he had psoriatic arthritis. And then I found out that he went on paleo and then I loved him more. Oh. Um, but I generally don't like who you don't like. Well, you're probably, would you consider yourself a casual golf fan? <laughs> oh, the boss man casual jacket. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tosh reference um yeah maybe a little more i was gonna say you're probably more than a casual golf fan and so when people say that they don't like sergio and that i mean we're gonna we've heard everything and by now this is monday evening every other podcast and show have already done their recap of the masters and so we're not going to talk too much about the specifics of the tournament but i mean someone who watches golf you you watch golf too and you enjoy it now probably hasn't always been the case but over the years it's gotten to that be that point and you have the obvious ability to form your own opinions over these players, but you still choose to not like Sergio. Is it truly because, like you said, he's is a crybaby, or is there other reasons? No, I think it, it has something to do with what you've, like, if you make fun of him in some way, like when you do that, it's it's me, Sergio, like with his voice. It's all I picture when he opens his mouth now, and that really bothers me. He does but have I a very high-pitched like voice. He kind of has, like, a short neck, and his shoulders are, like, he always walks, like, I can't do it because nobody can see me. So it's an image thing. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, he's a good-looking guy, but he's like a nugget. And mm. I, I do something about him. He's just a... He's weird. Well, he's also a guy that has kind of written himself off leading into this tournament. Like, he he said that he would never win a major, and yet, you know, we I, I know the people who listen to this show in the past know the, the type of takes that you offer about golf. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you're also someone who doesn't really look too fondly on people that aren't very confident in themselves, you being a confident person yourself. Um, does that have anything to do with it? The fact that he just kind of wrote himself off, didn't have any confidence in himself, and now he just goes and just so happens to win the Masters. Well, for heaven's sake. I don't really think about that, but now that you say it, I'm going to hate him more. <laughs> that probably, it probably has something to do with it. I just don't understand. Like, you're a, you're a PGA golfer. Is that what you, do you call them PGA golfers? Yeah. Just golfers. Allegedly. Professional golfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, I think I'm a LPGA player. Um, you, you're obviously good enough to be there for as long as he has. I don't have any idea how you can possibly have the negative thoughts you have of yourself. Everybody gets down on themselves. That, that's very normal. But they don't display it, like, or they don't talk about it out loud. Like, they're like, I suck at this, and I... Mm-hmm. It's very self-deprecating. It is. Which is really funny, because I am very self-deprecating. Well, you are to an extent, but he also is very much so with his golf game. He's, he's just... He's oh, always been that yeah. way, but now it's gotten to the point where, all right, well, he's got his first major. He's been playing for 18 years, which is crazy. Yeah, no, I'm not. I am not self-deprecating at all with my sports ability. <laughs> Amazing. But Sergio's been playing for 18 years. He's finally got his first one. Do you think he wins any more after this? Is Who this gonna? Who cares? <laughs> shuts up. Who cares? I, I just. I, I don't know. Maybe... Does it matter to you if he wins another one, or it just doesn't matter? You don't want to see him win more. Actually, it's not that I don't want him to win, but I would rather see other people win. I just, although I'm not gonna lie. I... After he blew it on whatever hole it was, and thirteen was it thirteen? Yeah, what he you're referring to when he hooked the ball into the bushes? Maybe. And the pine needles, and but then, then the... what did he do? I thought it was closer to eighteen, but he messed up. Whatever came back. Oh, he saved his saved 
He oh. saved par on 13 after hitting it into the bushes, oh. and then that whole pine needle thing with the ball that moved. Oh, and my it, God. Dad. And it did move. I don't care. I'm so sick of seeing that. What's her name? What's 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 her name? Le- not Lexi. Is it Lexi? It's not Lexi. Oh, Lexi Thompson. Holy balls. That is the <laughs> dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. And, that poor girl. And what you're referring to, of course, is the oh. ANA inspiration. Uh, the LPGA's first major of the year, in which Lexi Thompson was penalized four strokes. The only goddamn one I watched! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> World knew it before her. I'm sorry, we're supposed to be talking about the Masters. That's God, okay. I don't care right now. Nope. Sergio. No, the whole world knew. Everybody that was watching knew. So obviously not the whole world because it's the LPGA. Hmm. But everybody knew because they talked about it. And then they broadcast telling her, let's all get her reaction on screen. And high five to whoever that caddy is. <laughs> because he stood right in between the cameraman and her so she can kind of put her head down and hide a little bit. Because God knows I would be sobbing like an asshole too. Well, speaking of... of- cameramen and just being there Johnny on the spot type thing. I mean, we we mentioned the ball issue with Sergio, which is what prompted you to go on your tirade about Sorry. Lexi Thompson. Uh, the ball, obviously, you and I have had conversations here at home about what our thoughts are of the rules of golf. We both agree that they're stupid for the most part, and I think most of the listeners to this show would agree with that also. But where do you feel cameras stand in the game? Is there a place for them in terms of enforcing the rules, or should it just be let the player call it on his or herself and, you know, trust that? Um, yeah, that's hard. I want them to be, well, okay. As far as just the camera, when it comes to, they, I mean, they set that rule mm-hmm. to where some person sitting at home on some HD television, you know, gets, they see something and they call in, like, that's not allowed anymore. Right. Because of the Tiger Woods thing. I fully agree with that. I think it's ridiculous. Um, but I, I mean, I think it needs to be used for kind of on-site things. If something like that happened, I don't know how they would have seen it, but if someone there or if it was questioned in some way without someone calling in from home. And camera was there to confirm right. that it happened. I, see. I think that's that's fine. It's no different than instant replay, which I don't always agree with. So if I if I understand you right then, and I, I agree with you if I understand you right, it's don't let what the camera shows dictate whether or not a rule was broken, but rather let confirm someone a confirm a rule. Right. Okay, that makes sense, and I could live with that. Now, you know, it's interesting because I know in 2019, and we talked a little bit about this too, and we're kind of digressing further away from the Masters, but they're gonna there's some proposed rules changes where all of this stuff wouldn't matter. So basically... Regardless of whether or not you feel that Sergio's ball moved in any way, and then looking at the video that somebody on Twitter captured and then posted for everyone to look like look at, it looked like the ball sunk a little bit, like very little. So if anything, his lie was worse. I was just gonna say. And if for crying out loud, he's hitting from the friggin' bushes. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he he was now all of a sudden in the middle of the fairway. But regardless, the ball didn't really change position per se if anything it just got deeper into the pine needles that's in your in your mind when you play golf with me and let's be honest oh, you play it as it lies <laughs> i should say listeners that my wife Kristen, is very specific with that rule you will need to play it if you follow her on twitter at annis24 you'll see a picture of her profile she is you're basically straddling a tree trying to hit a golf shot because you wanted to play it where it lies there's no reason not to. I'm not a professional <laughs> golfer. I mean, 
if anything, when you hit those really good shots, hence my nickname, Phyllis Mickelson, <laughs> because I like to do that. Because when you hit those shots and they happen to be good, which generally my normal shots are not great, but those somehow they're good because you just don't care. But they, there's so much. It's just so good when they're when you have a good shot off of that. I don't know. I just. Well, it's more rewarding then for you, you're saying. It is. Because you hit a good shot. And you hit some spectacular shot. You always pull your four iron, and that's how you get out of trouble. Four is the way to go. Four is the way to go. So anyway, to get back to the Masters. So Sergio wins. He holds off Justin Rose. You said some interesting things about Justin Rose. Again, speaking from your point of view as as the better-than-average casual golf fan, if that's a term I just made up right now to make sense. But Justin Rose is boring. He it, is boring. What, what are he's a very nice man. He's old. Not old, but he's my age. So he's old. Well, you're old. I know. It's fine. Mm-hmm. With age comes wisdom and wrinkles. <laughs> um, no, he's just... I don't know. He's it, Maybe it's because he's just not one of the younger guys that's exciting. But, I mean, I think Phil Mickelson's exciting, and he is definitely old. Mm-hmm. I just... Something about him... Is it his sunglasses that look like beetles? Okay, time out, because I don't even hate those sunglasses. <laughs> you make fun of him, we're like, oh, he's wearing his wife's sunglasses. Not that that was like a joke. Like, he lost his, or he broke his, he needed his wife's. Mm-hmm. They look like Ray-Bans. Like, just like the They're normal, pretty like, large. business Ray-Bans. They're not no, large. They, they, Have they, you ever seen some of the sunglasses you wear? They for sure... <laughs> that's, Seriously? That's fair. They for sure extend above the eyebrow and, like, below his nasal line. You're on timeout. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a rule. He's not wearing, like, those big circular bug glasses. That's exactly what it looks that like. That is not anything like it looks like. You're a, a that's why guy. he lost the Masters, in my opinion. Because he took him off at, on the first playoff hole, and he hit his first tee shot, and then he pushed it into the uh, trees. That's the hot take for this podcast. Your hot takes are cold. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So let's, okay, so Justin Rose is boring. He's got somewhat decent sunglasses, compared, you know, depending on who you ask. Sure. Um, his wife's pretty. His wife is very All pretty. All golfers' wives are pretty. Yeah. Name one. Name one that's not. I'm not going to do that because that'll get me in a lot of trouble. Oh, I, I couldn't even name one that isn't. So, one of the annoying things about the coverage, and I don't want to get into the like the hot thing now is to make fun of the coverage on television. Like, I mean, yeah. we wouldn't watch anything if it wasn't for the coverage on TV, so I won't go down that path. But one thing that they kept referring to that I know annoyed you as well as me was the sportsmanship stuff. About every time that they... Justin Rose and Sergio Garcia gave each other a fist or something. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awful. That sounds really bad. No, I, the first time they showed it, that it was really nice. You know, because they both had really good shot. And, you know, great. And it does show a lot. And they're friends, so that makes sense. But then it's almost like they're doing it just to do it in front of people. Yeah. Like, oh, no matter what's going to happen, we're still friends. High five, butt bump. <laughs> <laughs> butt bumps. That's not a thing, but butt it crumbs. could be. <laughs> so, I don't know. And, of course, every single time they did it, the announcers had to say, oh, that's sportsmanship. Shut up. Mm-hmm. If anything, I think I would have liked it if they would have, I don't know, been flicking each other off. <laughs> and I get it. They are friends. But, like, I can't, like, I think of, like, Ricky and Jordan, who weren't going to talk too much at all, I'm sure, because they both sucked yesterday. But I, they at least goof around, like, in a funny way. And Who, Ricky and Jordan? Yeah. Isn't that what I just said? Yeah, it is. I didn't know if you were referring uh, back to yeah. Sergio and Justin Rose. No. Well, let's talk about Ricky and Jordan. I mean, oh. you they didn't play very well. 
They shot 70, I think Jordan shot 75 and Ricky shot 76 or vice versa, whatever. It doesn't matter because we both were pulling for either one of them. Hell, I was going to give away a driver if Ricky won and he didn't. But I really wanted Ricky to win. I did too. He, I really wanted Fred Couples to win. Well, absolutely. He, 57, that would have been the most amazing thing on earth. Do you think now that, you, you follow golf pretty closely now, do you think with since Sergio won a major, Ricky Fowler is still is now the best player that has never won a major. I think even before it doesn't matter. I don't really even compare him to Sergio. Really, I think you he's think way better than Sergio? I would agree with that sentiment to a point, especially in recent years. I didn't watch Sergio when he was the young, you know, his little scissor kick or whatever they called it. El Nino, yeah, the scissor kick. I didn't see him then. I didn't pay attention to golf then. Um, so I didn't see him. I'm not going to say at his peak because I mean you can say now he's at his peak because he actually won, but. When he was young and full of energy and crazy, I, maybe I would have liked him more. But, I mean, Ricky, I just think, has this almost – I'm not going to say he has, like, a quiet way about him because he's not – he's crazy in his own way. But He's not very flashy on the course. He wears no. flashy clothing. <laughs> Size is orange. Right. Um, but he no, doesn't complain much. No. No, and I think one thing about Spieth that I love – and I know they point this out, and I'm pretty sure – Tiger used to do this all the time, and I, I'm, maybe a lot of people do it, but I always notice it with Jordan is that, wait, no, I don't always notice it. The announcers always point it out, and that's probably why I know. Mm. Um, that whenever he talks, like he talked after, and he was talking about, you know, how he, we messed up a bunch of holes, and we, and, and I do appreciate that. Yeah. Like, I think that's such a good thing to do. He refers to his caddy and him as a team. He does, and they are. Sure. Half those golfers would be nothing without the damn caddies. But I think um, he also he, he does a lot of what Tiger used to do because no matter what negatives happen, he always talks about the positives of like or what he learned from it or how how he did well on this hole or did that. And Tiger used to always do that. He would always talk about the good stuff that he did during you know the match or whatever. And I think that's good. Yeah, Jordan is is very detailed in that way, and and Ricky. I don't see he that he does that very often. No. He just seems like he's going out there having a blast. Yeah, I know. But they still played horrible for them on a Sunday. I mean, was it was that the biggest disappointment of this Masters is the way that those two played, or was there something? I mean, it was a pretty good Masters all around. No, the most disappointing thing about the Masters was Sergio winning. <laughs> it was. I mean, no, it wasn't. It was for most of it because um, I think so many people were pulling for him and. Me being the person I am, I like to go against what everybody else is doing. And I try not to talk shit because I hate looking stupid when I talk shit. Mm-hmm. But I was all about talking shit. <laughs> being like, Sergio sucks, he's a crybaby, he's not going to win. And then he won. And that's terrible. But, yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is. I'm not really all that upset he won. If anything, I hope it just shuts everybody up for a while. But I just don't want it to be like, let's talk about this for the next five years, about how Sergio finally won. Oh, the, golf has a good habit of doing that. And they're probably going to at least talk about it leading up to the U.S. Open, which is coming up, you know, in just a couple months. Do you think that he... So, before we get to that, actually, I was going to ask you if you think that Sergio is the favorite going in the U.S. Open. But the no! Ob- <laughs> wow, I was going to say the obvious answer is yes, but who do you think would be the Why? favorite? You don't just get to win... The Masters don't, don't just get to win the Masters like everybody does. <laughs> they don't just hand out the green jacket. No, God, can we not talk about that green jacket? It's so hideous. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, God, God will strike me down or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Religion fall. Um, 
I yeah. totally lost my train of thought because the green jacket <laughs> is in my vision. So Sergio's not automatically the favorite. Oh, no. Why does everybody do that? If you win one tournament, you're automatically the favorite. I got when Jordan Spieth was the favorite because he won and he kept, maybe not kept winning, but he was always just way better than other people. It was, okay, I'm not comparing it to Tiger, but you know, Tiger, when he was younger and what did he, he won, what was it, the, was it the Masters? He won by like 10 strokes or something. Yeah, he's, he won pretty handedly. Yeah, something like that happens and it's like, nah, yeah, he's going to be favored on the next tournament. So and, the degree by which Sergio won this in the manner probably doesn't, in your mind, at least make him the favorite leading in the U.S. Open. Not at all. I, I don't disagree is, with you. Is Fred Couples in the U.S. Open? I don't think Freddie Couples is going to play in the <laughs> But someone who hopefully will play is Dustin Johnson. So let's talk about this oh. jackhole. Wait, I need to, how did he hurt himself? Like he fell, but how did he From fall? what we've been told is he was renting a house, much like a lot of players do. And in his rental home, it had hardwood steps. And it was only like a few steps. Uh, obviously, it was raining most of the week prior to the tournament. And so he was going to go out and move his car. This is the story that they told us. He was going to go out and move his car. He was wearing uh, socks. And slipped on the hardwood steps. Now, I've slipped many times on hardwood steps wearing uh, socks. But anyway, he fell and he hurt his his uh, his back. You have a face that looks very inquisitive right now. I'm, I would have believed it more if you said he had regular shoes on. Because wood that is outside with your socks on, it's not like a dry wood floor. That I don't know if it was across. outside. I think it was inside. I think he was oh, inside. Oh, they were wet and then he came in? Because you said it was raining. Why does it matter if it was raining then? I, I'm just saying all the facts that were told us. I mean, maybe water had something to do with it. I thought when I heard it that he just had hardwood floor, socks, bad mixture, slippage. What if he was replaying Risky Business? I don't know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh. Did you see that one Tosh episode where... This is like the third Tosh reference. It's the second. Okay. When he had the girl, it's like the redemption one where she slides back and she smacked her head on the ground. Yes. That would be me. Maybe that's what he did. So that had to be probably the second most disappointing thing other than, of course, Sergio winning the Masters. But the fact that Dustin Johnson wasn't able to play. He's he's won his last three tournaments that he's played in. The fact that the number one player in the world, the hottest guy on tour, wasn't able to play. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That does suck. That's immediately what I was going to say. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Well, hopefully he'll get his stuff together. I don't know what else. I haven't heard anything else about the degree to which he's injured himself. Apparently, well, he tried to come out and play. He took a couple swings, and then he just couldn't do it, and he went right back in. But hopefully nothing else uh, comes out about it. It was just a dumb mistake, but we'll see if he makes it to the uh, to the U.S. Open. I mean, it's no different than Rory when he didn't break his ankle. He did break his ankle playing soccer. They all do stupid shit. They all do. They're kids. Mm-hmm. In fact, well, Rory's a kid. How old's Dustin? I think he's like our age, thirty, maybe a little younger, thirty-three. That age, but I'm. He's probably closer to my age then, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> Shut up. Um. So, Ricky and Jordan played like garbage. Um. Sergio, we're disappointed in, even though he won. But you got to be at least a little happy that he finally got it done. I told you I'm happy because maybe everybody will shut up. Yeah. Actually, maybe he'll shut up. Do you think that the fact he's got a good woman in his life now? I do think that matters. Yeah. I think maybe he's happier. I don't know what his childhood was like. Why do you have to go directly to his childhood? 
Because people have, like, demons from their childhood, and... Well, clearly, if he had an awful childhood and an awful life, I would like him more. Jason Day. Yeah. Not the biggest fan of Jason Day. I'm not either. I know you're not, which is why I wasn't. And then I read every terrible thing that has ever happened to that man. He's had a rough go, yes. Holy... Rough! <laughs> Jesus, God in heaven, that poor man. Like, I... No. Like, that's ridiculous to me. And it's, like, one thing after another. And so now I, I might not love him as a player, but I won't say anything bad about him. I might curse him or something. God, I feel like he's already cursed. <laughs> he's got enough going on. And hopefully his mom pulls out for whatever it is that, uh, you know, she's got cancer, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so we, we uh, you know, thoughts and prayers, of course, go to the uh, Jason Day and his family. But uh, I just called him the Jason Day, which what? that's appropriate, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. And like the. And it's the, the like the Ohio State. Oh God, that's what they always say. And any, then it's the everything. Any other uh, parting thoughts about the Masters? Well, you know, I don't know if we asked. I asked you this the first or second time I've had you on to talk about Augusta. But what are your thoughts in general about Augusta National? I mean, it seems like it always. Obviously, it's treated as hallowed ground and and all this. I mean, do you think that's just a bunch of BS or? How, no. What do you no? You, you think that's appropriate? No, I think it's wonderful. Oh, wonderful. I think the greens are stupid. Oh, the greens. They're stupid. Yeah. They look pretty. They, they look very difficult. But they're dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, you could be within a foot, and it just starts to roll, and then it just continues to roll, and it, yeah, those are ridiculous. I don't know how anybody plays But I'm referring more to, like, the per, like the, the way that it's perceived, I guess. Like, when you go down Magnolia Lane, it's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> right. I think it would be like that. I really do. I would love to go once. I've never been. I told you I looked up tickets. I know you did. You ain't never getting them. It was like twenty twenty thousand dollars or whatever. It was. it was not. It was, it was tw- six for a day. Six thousand dollars for one day, and that included a rental. It was for Sunday though. Oh, it was for Sunday. It yeah. did. It included the hotel. That would probably that's probably appropriate then for that amount. I mean, appropriate for who? <laughs> well, for anyone that wants to go to walk down Magnolia Lane. No, absolutely not. You know, there were some writers this today, um, the Monday after the Masters, some of the writers won the lottery to go play. That would, that would, I don't even know what I would do. Play. Blow it completely. You no, know, I would shoot, I would shoot 110. I don't care, but. 110? Are you joking? I'd be, that would be amazing to shoot 110. Ugh. So any uh, final thoughts uh, about the Masters? Anything that you want to let the listeners know? Or uh, should we just, you know, wait until uh, U.S. Open time to have you back on again? Wait, we're done talking? Yeah, we're going to keep these short and sweet. 25 minutes or so. What? Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's the appropriate time for people in a car. That's what I've learned. Usually the average commute to work is about 25 well, minutes. Well, mine is not. Do you want to talk more? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I think we've covered everything regarding the Masters. It. It's fine, honey. It's no big deal. That, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, my wife, Kristen. You can follow her on Twitter at Annis24. Whatever, don't say that. Because the last time you said that, I got like 12 more followers, which was amazing. And then it dropped down again. Because you're not interesting. I'm interesting. I just don't write anything. (laughs) I'm interesting. I retweet things. Sometimes. Do you want to say anything to the new audience that you're speaking to at the Hacker's Paradise? Can you fill me in on... Who <laughs> the Hackers Paradise is? Who those people are? I know I know that the name, but who are those people? They are a leading golf website and forum and community that uh, the Golf and Filtered podcast is now a part of their radio network. So uh, that was just a sly way for me to work in the fact that nice. we are now part of the THP radio network. They're good people. Wait, like who? Like people? Like who do you talk to from there? 
Uh, JB is a guy that I talked to. I've only Holmes? met him. I don't think it's JB Holmes. No, I can't confirm. Ah, well, you know, with that whole secret tour pro thing, I that's, know. that's right. Yeah, actually, let's well, let's talk about him. Let's touch uh, on. I'm right the fuck now. We we uh, listeners know. listeners to this but real quick listeners of this podcast remember the whole secret tour pro saga that occurred a couple weeks ago. And uh, Michael Double ended up being the person that it was. Oh, well, he he already outed himself on right, Swingcast. Fine. So, what were your thoughts on that whole thing? You know, I was obviously very nervous about the whole thing because I didn't know what was going on. But then he just God, you're nervous about pooping. <laughs> well, that's a very serious subject, pooping. Okay. Um, I don't know. My my thoughts changed back and forth a couple times because at first I I was like, who gives a shit? Just out him. Why does it even matter? This guy lies to everybody. He's and it was fine that he was secret tour pro, but then it was just, he was this person, but then he was assistant, and then he was this person, and then it was somebody's cousin, and somebody's like, oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing is, is that if somebody's going to give you this news, and they're close to these other, these famous people, whatever, fine. I understand why you want to be anonymous. But when your credibility is at stake, because you're not sure. Meaning mine? Yours, I'm oh. sorry. Yours, Mr. Sh- I Mr. Schwetz. <laughs> Mr. Schwetz. Mm-hmm. I can't keep track of you. Um, when it's or yours or anyone else's credibility, that that takes it to another extreme. So, I, he had me swindled. I thought I thought for sure, full show. I'm extremely gullible when it comes to a few things. Well, I thought I mean a lot of people are gullible. He's no, got no, no. fifty four thousand or something I Twitter followers. I'm not saying you are the only one with him. I think. I think a lot of people are, but I think it's more upsetting because you, writers, bloggers, whoever, get very excited about hearing certain news that they think like I'm the first to know this or absolutely I'm in a small group of people that know this. It's like breaking news; you got to be the first one out there, especially right. with you know anyone could start anything and just put it out there. Right, and so him telling you stuff and you getting it out there—that's amazing. Then all of a sudden, it's like, holy shit! What if this isn't true? Then you look like an asshole. That's true. So in turn, that is the he risk. needs to look like an asshole. He needs to be punched <laughs> in the throat like four or five times. And every person, one of which you had on, um, and then the other couple, mm-hmm. the, what are they, the ghost? The secret four. That's what they call it. Ghost writers is what I wanted to I, say. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Um, all of them deserve at least one very swift punch in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am not going to advocate any physical violence on anybody. Oh, boy. But uh, Kristen does. So, yeah, but overall, I mean, he's still tweeting, which is interesting. And I feel at this point, honestly, let him do whatever he's going to do. As long as he's not... It's not illegal. It's not illegal to be anonymous. he's... He's not really anonymous anymore because he came out and, you know, said who he was. But in the same instance, as long as he's not promising... That was the big thing for me. Promising people things and then not following up on them. In, ter- in the form of payment. It wasn't money, but it was certainly, you know, golf clubs and stuff. That was the thing I had the biggest problem over. But as long as he doesn't do any of that, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, folks, that we touched on a few things today. I, thank you, Kristen, for joining well, um, me. And you did just... Well, this is a, you're on your second Bloody Mary. Well. Folks, we'll be back again later this week, actually. We're going to be welcoming uh, Mr. Willie Wilcox uh, from the PGA Tour on uh, the show hopefully we can work something out uh, for Friday and we're going to talk a little bit about his golf swing because it is extremely unique and uh, I got a few questions for good old Willie he's a really fun social media follow too and I 
tend to think it's because he doesn't have a lot of followers yet, and that's why he's just that much more conversational on social media. So hopefully things don't get to his head. I don't know who he is. Well, you should look him up. But his name looks sounds familiar. So, uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter, as I mentioned earlier, at Golf Unfiltered. Send me an email at the new email address, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Until later this week, this is your buddy Adam and Kristen signing off. <laughs>